0: Welcome to Art Talk with April. I'm April Harris. I'm the artist of Inked April located in Birmingham, Alabama and this podcast is going to be about all things art. We'll talk about books, invite some artists to interviews, and much much more. Let's get started. So welcome to Art Talk with April. Today we have the wonderfully talented Pam Singh. She is a mixed media artist. And thank you so much, Pam, for talking to me here.
1: Thank you so much for actually inviting me to talk to you. This is a wonderful experience. This is actually um, something that I have wanted to do for the longest time. So this, yay, this is fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, where are you located at?
1: So I'm based in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I have I I have actually traveled quite a bit. Uh, We moved from Kentucky uh, last year to Charlotte, North Carolina. So yeah, it's um, pretty new to this area, but I love it (laughs) here.
0: Awesome, awesome. How did you start out in art? Were you interested in doing this as a child? Did you go to school? Where 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 did your journey begin?
1: So it's a very interesting journey, actually. So, as a kid, um, I have always been, you know, fascinated with art and creating things. And like, you know, anything that has to had to do with creativity was like my thing. And I was like, OK, yeah, this is for me and I'm going to do it, that kind of thing. Yeah. But then growing up, I mean, painting was definitely something that I was the most attracted to. Um, I have my dad's elder brother, um, older brother, who is a commercial artist and um his home was like an art museum to me because he used to you know he used to be a painter he used to paint all these magnificent paintings and I used to just love kind of you know visiting him and (laughs) that kind of you know really inspired me and I was like you know what, this is something that I really want to try my hands on. And that's how I, was, I think I was like five, six years old when I uh-huh. actually first started painting. And he was the one who kind of, you know, um, showed me the direction and kind of always encouraged me and was like, hey, you know what, maybe you could do it like this. And I would always look up to him for suggestions, <laughs> inspirations So every time he visited um, our family it was like a boost of my art energy mm, yeah. and I would show him what all I had done and he would kind of you know be my guiding force so oh, <laughs> so that's how I started but I am completely self-taught I professionally I'm a fashion designer huh? so I have been a designer for over 15 years now. And I started even before my designing career, even before I actually went to design school. So I started at the very early age of 15. And since then, I've kind of, you know, gone to my design school, I've completed my degree in designing and fashion business management. Um, And then art was like, I had not painted for after my school for about twelve years wow. um, i had I had not touched canvas, but then in two thousand and nineteen, I was more like you know uh, early to mid two thousand nineteen I kind of started kind of drawn a little bit of inspiration from things around me, and i didn't want it to get started with painting, mm-hmm. but uh, what happened was really funny because I was it, there was this day when I was cleaning my garage. I had like a box of art supplies that I had stowed away for <laughs> many, many years. That yeah. was just like, you know, thrown in that some part of that garage. And I was like, you know, trying to scramble through stuff and take out what I didn't want for mm-hmm. the yard sale and doing all that kind of things. And then I found this box and I was like, oh, I haven't painted for so long. So I literally kind of, you know, Stopped doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to, I had that urge that I had to do it like now. Oh, wow. So I, <laughs> I just stopped what I was doing and then I just started working on my painting. And um, lucky enough, I was like, you know, um, one of my neighbor friends who I had posted it on Facebook, you know, on my personal page. And one of my, my neighbor friends, they're like, hey, you know what? I really like it. Can I get that from you? Yeah. Like, what? Oh. Okay. I, I didn't even know, you know, like what to price, the art, yeah. what, what I should, pricing and all that kind of thing. So I was like, yeah, sure, you can have it. And then she was like, no, no, no. You have put in your effort into, you know, painting and doing this. I, I would really like to get you something in return. I'm like, maybe a hundred bucks, like. <laughs> take it <laughs> she, and she gladly took it I was like yay I made like my first sale not expecting you know wow. that I was you uh-huh. to do anything I didn't know if I was good at that point because you know I had a gap of 12 years mm. and I, I haven't touched the canvas I haven't touched um paints. so yeah so that was like a start for me <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> wow oh my gosh I have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> so, How do you feel when do you feel like um, I've actually spoken to many self-taught artists and some of them have said, I don't really like the title self-taught. Like they felt like um, like it, um, like it could mean to some people that they weren't necessarily as skilled and of course obviously you are you have beautiful work and everything but it was like that was something that other artists mentioned like i don't like telling people that because it's almost <laughs> like somebody might doubt your ability do you
1: have that feeling around that no absolutely not in fact i'm very proud of being self-taught i yeah. mean how many of us would learn a skill or pick up a skill by ourselves yeah. so that is that I am super proud of and initially I was like you know um I had this uh so somewhere down like I think a year back or so I was looking into getting into some galleries and getting some um gallery exposure for myself and Um, I think most of those kind of galleries have that requirement that, you know, um, they look up to somebody who's more um, educationally trained Mm. as an artist compared to somebody who's more self-taught. I mean, I kind of learned that a little quicker uh, in the Mm. early stage of my art. So my and my focus really has never been exhibiting at a gallery because Mm. I kind of feel that um, since I started with a direction where I started selling my own art by myself, um, I was more like, I don't need to pay that commission mm-hmm. of like 50 mm-hmm. and 40% to these galleries.
0: a lot. It's a lot. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I was like, you know what? I would rather make my paintings look more mm-hmm. affordable and not have them sell it for that high price just to kind of, you know, sell it and be a part of the gallery. Yeah. So I I was like, you know, I owned that thing of being a self-taught artist because I thought that was something that I could completely market myself with. And of course, the story that I had, because I feel like that's that was a very genuine one, that, oh, you know, how- Absolutely. And so I was like, I just wanted to keep it very- raw and as is so no nothing kind of you know no filters
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and that's so so awesome and and I agree with you because and I mean I you know when I've spoken to other artists about being self-taught because I myself am a graphic designer Mm -hmm. and I did have you know um painting and drawing classes in college and things like that but no one i didn't specifically go into school for art so mm-hmm. um i've never considered myself self-taught because i had gone to art school which i imagine as a fashion designer you did right you you yeah. have a yeah. art mm-hmm. degree so but it was one of those things where um i was like you know honestly, even though we've been to school, you still have to teach yourself and learn and grow along the way, so in a way, we're all really self-taught, you know, I mean, you don't get all the answers in school by any means, you know, and so I've always thought that was so interesting, like, why do we, why do we have to put so much emphasis on people who have degrees and it just kind of, I don't know, personally, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like I feel like a lot of art galleries are losing out on this beautiful work and these amazing artists because they're kind of putting them through this, you know, well, you need to be just like this in order to be with us. You know, you have to like, as if having a degree means that you're better.
1: Which isn't. (laughs) Which isn't.
0: That's not how that works at all. (laughs) Because I know, I do know some artists that you know they they struggled with it all their lives, you know, and then they um, ended up changing into other careers and things like that, and they had a degree, but it didn't mean that they were instantly really great at it or something I mean it. I think it has more to do with a person's experiences like in life and Mm -hmm. you know what they've been through and what how they how they take that into the expression of their art and that kind of thing how do you feel about that do you feel like like a lot of your um, like your personal story comes out into your art?
1: I feel like I have experimented a lot through my art. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not right now. <laughs> I am always experimenting yeah. with my medium and my thoughts and my imaginations. And I, I think being a creative person and being an artist, it's really hard to kind of, you know, narrow down your thoughts to kind of, you know, give it a more clear direction and that comes through work i think the more you do it the more you kind of know that okay i like this and i don't like this or whatever but um yeah what you said is like you know absolutely right and um feel like we we just need to have a little more time to give our art a more specific direction that we want and experimenting is definitely something that will help us find out. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I do see that in your work. I mean, you are doing yeah. all kinds of neat things. You know, like yeah. you're doing um gold foil, and you've got some like hard bold lines in your work. And then you got all mm-hmm. this color, and it's sort of abstract. But then you've got people's faces or flowers or whatever it is, and it's just like, oh, this is so awesome because you can tell right. that. Yeah. You're that you're, you're working through or experimenting like with the actual materials and then like trying to get your ideas across and everything. I think it's awesome.
1: I draw a lot of my inspiration from women that Mm -hmm. I see around. And um, that is something that is kind of, you know, um, goes with me like everywhere. I am probably talking to you today and Something or maybe a part of our conversation would be like, will will keep lingering on my mind. And I'll be like, OK, maybe I should experiment with that conversation into our art. And mm-hmm. uh, something about you probably just gets inspired. Yeah. And I get inspired mm-hmm. by yeah. that. That would come in form of art. And then, you yeah, know, just about everything, like how strong we are as women, mm-hmm. how um, we do different things, how we feel, our aspirations, um, what we want to do in life and how we look at different things um, and approach life in general. So that is something that I kind of you know like to show through my art. And of course, I love a lot of um, mixed media, like you say, and I do use a lot of different things. I use oil paint, acrylic um, mother of pearl, uh, pearl, gold foil, and all these kind of gold leafing is something that I absolutely love. That's the yeah. most favorite part of my process. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I agree not, with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And then, you know, I I when I started, I had the first painting, like I was telling you that I did, was an oil painting because I even when as a kid I painted I painted with oils Mm. so experimenting came to me with my medium just in different stages as I progressed with my art and then I kind of you know um, gave it a more direction where I thought like okay I I think I enjoyed this process more Mm. so I kind of you know pushed my art through that. So yeah and and you kind of feel like
0: um like you're finding your footing or you're finding what is I don't know I mean I personally I've been through that myself you know where I felt very strongly about a specific medium and then that mm-hmm. medium just kind of kept going with me and it's mm-hmm. I feel like it tends to be the the thing that you really enjoyed when you were young yeah like that like that like you have this connection with oils where you're you know Mm -hmm. it's like your medium it speaks to you in a different way than like other things do
1: yeah so it's funny how I had after I started painting back I was actually resisting to use acrylic paints because I wasn't (laughs) sure (laughs) if I was going to like it so I had I just didn't buy any acrylic paints for Mm -hmm. like this time. And then I was like, you know what, let me start with a couple of um, smaller paintings and see how Mm -hmm. I like it. So then initially, like, you know, the way acrylic paintings dry faster and Mm -hmm. all that, I didn't really like that because I was, you know, a person who would take time to paint and being an oil painter is like a really slow process, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) acrylic was like on the other side come on get going <laughs> so like you've got to
0: slow down acrylic <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that kind of, you know through me like what do I do with this like but I did as time passed I didn't kind of you know learned how to uh deal with the acrylic paint <laughs> and then I kind of combined I kind of combine my acrylic painting uh, for the base of my painting and then go over the painting with oil. So. (laughs) Uh That's
0: interesting. Now, why do you do it that way? If you don't mind me.
1: I, I just feel like acrylic colors have like a real nice vibrancy to it. They're beautiful. They're vibrant. um, And the way the colors in um, acrylic paints are, are very different than the oil color, the texture of the oil color and mm. how they feel. So um mostly when I do my um color blocking or under undercoating of yeah. a painting. That's what I use acrylic paints for. And then I go over with um oil paint over them just because I, I love how the effect of mm. that combination comes out. And the oil colors are not that, they do get a nice layer and Mm -hmm. like vibrancy seeps through those oil paints because I don't use like a really thick layer of oil paints or anything. Just go with, you know, I use the glazing medium to kind of, you know, give it a little more transparency. Uh So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't even know, I didn't know that people did that. (laughs) That's awesome because I mean I, I'm actually the opposite and I'm more familiar with acrylics and I, I have done oil painting before so I know how slow it is and everything but it's yeah. interesting like how how you feel that that is so that's really an interesting process. I think that that's a great idea because I could see how that would acrylics are more like a synthetic kind of mm-hmm. medium, and so you're the colors are brighter. Do you use a specific brand of acrylics and oils? So,
1: for me, I love Liquitex. Mm. Liquitex in acrylic colors. I love that. I do use flow mediums of Golden. Um, those are my favorite ones. Um, as far as oil colors go, I absolutely love Charvin and um, Windsor Newton. So, those two are absolutely top favorite brands so I do use that um and I do use a lot of other mediums like I mm-hmm. use a slow drying um medium for acrylics um mm-hmm. and then for oils I use this which is like a faster drying medium <laughs> 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 because I kind of you know <laughs> combine that to make sure that the I mean acrylic would dry like in you know a couple of hours or something like yeah, that yeah oil would take like usually if you just paint with a normal oil paint it could take like anywhere from two to four months for a painting to actually dry depending mm-hmm. on how coats of white paint you're doing and what's the size but uh with That's right. It kind of, you know, helps me.
0: <laughs> you know what that tells me? That tells me that you've done a lot of experimenting <laughs> with this, and you have found your happy medium where you're like, literally. Happy medium, where you're like making <laughs> yeah. one slower and the other one faster, yeah. and it's it's like meeting in the middle.
1: <laughs> middle, yes, absolutely. Th- then somewhere, my drying time is more like okay, it it should be okay in like about a month and month and a half, and that would be great. So it it kind of dries pretty faster.
0: <laughs> oh, so like yeah. you um when you're working on these paintings and things. Do you find yourself like like stepping away from a a piece and then coming back to it later and changing things and kind of working on it like that? Or do you kind of do it all in one session or how do you do that?
1: To be really honest, I work on four different paintings at a time. (laughs) Oh nice. Okay.
0: That's That's cool.
1: And that's mostly to do with the drying time as well, because I'm kind of, you know, I, um, I'm i sketching on one canvas mm-hmm. and then I'm putting base on the other and I am kind of, you know, doing undertones for the third one and the fourth yeah. one is it drying or something like that. Because um, when you kind of, you know, do um, the mixed media form with the oil, you literally have to wait for so many parts of the painting to dry before you could, you know, put the gold leaf on it. Mm -hmm. And then before you kind of add iridescent glitter to it or anything of that sort, you know? Mm -hmm. So the drying time of that in between drying times is like, at least you have to give it like three, four days to dry and then you can go and add the other mediums on it. So with that being said, you know, I, I would be just like, oh, there waiting and sitting. But OK, the next three days I'm not doing anything. So I might as well use that time and I work on another painting. And it kind of it's like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. so like when you're doing so you, you're doing several paintings at mm-hmm. a time. You know, you're like always staying busy with it. Right. And then Mm -hmm. are you working in a series when you're doing that or they influence each other kind of?
1: Yes, they do influence each other. I work with a series. So right now I am actually um, working on a series uh, that is more of a And I honestly haven't really taught a name for my series, which I really, really need to do. Um, but I'm working on more of a series, which is a combination of uh, wildlife and uh, women. Oh. So, and that is actually for my upcoming exhibit um, with a friend of mine, with another artist friend of mine here in uh, Charlotte. Um, it's called Open Your Eyes. And that's on April 2nd. Oh. so.
0: Well, that's really cool. So yeah. that's like a, I guess you guys, what, um, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of art does the other artist do?
1: So she is um, more of a floral artist. And, uh-huh. uh, okay. Yeah. So she does a lot of, she's inspired uh, by the floral and fauna of Florida. She comes from Florida. Okay. Yeah. So, but she has been living in Charlotte for the last, I think, twelve or fifteen years now. So she's she's mostly inspired by that, and then of course the, the native floral and fauna. Oh, okay, okay. Here, so, uh, and her pieces are um, very abstract, and they're like really beautiful. So, and her paintings and my paintings kind of complement each yeah. other.
0: That's what I would imagine, yeah. And that's why I asked. Like I, you know, I don't want to like get off onto another artist or anything nope. like that, but <laughs> I'm like, okay, come back over here, Pam. Let's get on. <laughs> but um yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's interesting. Like, so this this show is this at a gallery?
1: Yes, it okay. is at a um it's a McDowell's Art Center and okay. gallery in downtown of matthews matthews is under a suburb of charlotte so mm-hmm. that's where we're having it okay and pretty exciting time for
0: us <laughs> that's gonna be fun um, um did you did you guys plan this on your own or is this something that the gallery asked for you to do or like did you know each other already how did you come about this? So,
1: so yes this was actually um Last year, back in November and December, Mm -hmm. I was the featured artist at the Town Hall of Matthews. So uh, they had kind of, you know, um, my paintings on two of their walls and town halls. And um, like, you know, it's more more like a visitor center. And they have like a beautiful gallery set up right there. So um, I was introduced to their actual gallery. Um, they had in the downtown itself um, by the art director and she was like you know it would be nice if you want to kind of you know have your exhibit over here so I was like yeah I would I would be really interested in looking into what my options are mm-hmm. so we kind of went together and checked out the gallery and I absolutely loved it And she said that, well, if you want to have your solo exhibit, you could go ahead and have that over here and we'd be honored to host you. I was like, you know, the gallery is huge. It's a (laughs) gallery. So I was like, um, I think I need somebody who would be, you know, complimenting my um, work and somebody actually, you know, um, that driven To kind of bring art. So, and Michelle, I had actually met Michelle um, again in the beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, We had done another exhibit together. We were in a show together. We kind of, you know, got talking to each other and instantly clicked. And I was like, I love the way she paints and the way she talks. so she, she and her uh, um, husband are originally from like France. Her family comes from France. So mm-hmm. she's a French artist and she's a pretty good one. So <laughs> I was like, what could be better? So I just kind of called her over for lunch and then like, oh. and Who do you think want to do this together. So she's like, yeah, why not? And she's like, overly really excited. And we're like, started working on this whole thing. So we've been working for the past six months now. so. Wow.
0: Okay. So that's like all of this kind of came about from your connections through other exhibits and things that you've been doing. And then, you know, you're inviting artists that you know, and you're making connections. (laughs) Sorry. That's just, that's just so interesting to me, I think, because, you know, a lot of the um, one of the reasons that I wanted to have this podcast was because I wanted other artists too to hear stories, you know, to hear someone else's journey. And then for you to say that, you know, you made some of these connections, you made friends at these, you know, exhibits, and then you're um, bringing along her and she's, you know, going to join you and do this exhibit together. That's so exciting and so fun. And it seems accessible, You know, like the like, it's not like something where you had to jump through these hoops in order to be accepted by this, you know, uh, uppity sort of gallery. And, you know, you had to like, you know, do anything like that. It, It was more like your connect, your personal connections. Yes, ended up being you know how you got to these things so that's so exciting
1: yeah this is this has been great actually and we are so looking forward to it but yes like you said making connections is really really important as as far as artists and self-taught artists and navigating in the art world goes because a lot of we as creative we are more like you know introverts and i am mm-hmm. definitely one though i don't come out as an introvert
0: <laughs> but, i'm the same uh, way so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know we we we're shy we shy away from doing the business part of it mm-hmm. um we're more like you know oh we'll paint and we'll kind of you know, make beautiful pretty things and then even we kind of you know slack off and don't really focus on the business part of it and yeah that art school does not teach business
0: like okay art school should totally teach that like that's the one thing they should be teaching you know because you've got to like even you know like like I was saying before even as you go out on your own as an artist you've got to figure out what you want to make and what you want to paint and how you want to paint and stuff like that so I feel like they focus so much on that part why don't they add the business part of it to the I mean that just makes sense how helpful would that be oh my god
1: helpful but otherwise it's more like you know scratching surfaces and trying to figure it out yourself it's it's hard it's tough
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, and that's one of those things that I think you know especially a lot of younger artists are like I don't even know where to start you know like who do I even talk to about something like that you know so that's really interesting that you've gone through that process and it and you know you've met these people along the way and those have turned into other things and then I'm sure that these shows will turn into more things and it'll be something that just carries on and kind of you know like like a snowball down the hill it'll just get bigger and bigger.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Um so what would you say is has been one of the hardest things as being an artist and selling your work and that kind of thing.
1: I don't really think that, um, anything has been hard. Um, as far as I go, um, I am a little blessed on that part, but I do think that there are a little bit of difficulties, um, navigating yourself, um, in the world of art. Um, When I initially started, I had no clue. Like I said, being completely self-taught, I was actually experimenting, finding my own style, getting my own vision and kind of, you know, giving a meaning to my art, all of that. So I was already trying to figure that out. And I did not know how to kind of, you know, navigate in this situation and get my work in front of people. But I think the best start would be to going through, getting into a community of artists that are like-minded, mm. um, involving yourself with the community, working, um, working through these small shows and exhibits that are there around, mm. and part of artist groups and talking um, about how what you do and what you want to do and what's your vision and what are your goals basically and there are people on the way that you'll find help through but I think um just sitting back and painting and not doing anything about it definitely not gonna take you anywhere so how I started was um actually just going through kind of I the first when we moved here so as I was painting for about like a year and then we moved here to Charlotte. I was the first, I kind of, you know, looked through the community galleries and the artist groups that Charlotte had. And I kind of took memberships of that. I signed up to kind of be a part of those um, artist communities and community galleries and started showing up at those events and talking to people, just kind of, you know, Making sure that I am a voice, a one voice amongst them, because um, just being back in studio is not going to help you get out do anything. So that's how I started, and um, with trying to kind of you know work with their shows and these all these small community events mm-hmm. where there are pop ups and there are little shows that they host with you know whatever 20 artists and 25 artists (laughs) So I kind of started participating in all of that yeah and that that's how actually um people got to know me and um my work kind of grew and painting started selling and more and more business started coming through so
0: oh that's so awesome and I think that I mean you you hit the nail on the head I think So much of the time artists kind of go away in their little studio space or whatever, and they they're kind of shut off from the rest of the world and they're in their creative mode doing their thing. And then we forget, you know, to actually go out into the community and make connections with other artists and that kind of thing, which is really fun and, and, you know, easy to do, I think. So it's like, you know, like us talking on this podcast, you know, having a, we're just talking about art stuff. So um, having that connection and that leading to you know, joining associations and guilds and things like that and actually participating in a show here and there. then people will associate your name with your artwork and that kind of thing. How do you feel about social media as far as that being an influence on making sales and connecting with others?
1: So um, social media is definitely a great way of reaching out to people and having an audience. Um as far as the sales, I would say who you have, um, number of your followers or mm-hmm. who you have following you, that really does not determine your sales. Yeah. Sales is a totally different thing from what social media is. Social media is there to kind of, you know, show yourself your skills what you're doing kind of making people aware that you're there and and a lot of and I have noticed this with my own uh social media that a lot of people that I follow or a lot of people who follow me are actually other artists and other creatives who are you know interested in doing this so your ideal ideal kind of a buyer is not really sitting there out on social yeah. media to kind of you know uh come to you and say hey I want to buy that painting or I want to buy that piece of you know this beautiful piece that you created huh? so it's it's not really for me um mm-hmm. it it's like a 60 40 thing mm-hmm. most of my sales have come in from the connections that I've built the mm-hmm. way they have have gotten out the way my collectors and my buyers list has increased so and that's that's all through connections yeah. and it's all great to start small yeah. um and i i would say to really truly don't focus on how many followers you would have or how many people are kind of looking at your things because um, people might be looking at you for a lot of different reasons. Mm. They could find inspiration from you, which is great. They could be just, you know, they just love your art. So they just want to keep seeing it or they just love you. They just like to see you. That's why they are over there. Yeah. So <laughs> it could be many different reasons. Now I do have my some of my buyers and collectors also supporting me on social media. Mm. But um, I would say that that has also come through a lot of these uh, meaningful connections that I have made through the community. So, and I mean, they did not come to me directly through social media. They came first through my connections. And the, when I participated in these events, I kind of, you know, put myself out over there. That's when these connections were made. So I can't emphasize that how important it is to be there. Um, in the community to get business, but at the same time um, validating that with your social media, with your presence and kind of, you know, spreading the knowledge that you have. So it, it's a it's a 60-40 thing that 60% you have to actually really be there, a part of, you know, the community and starting small out over there. And 40% is your social media where, you kind of get a better exposure to a bigger audience. I mean, social media is definitely important, but that's important as a marketing point of view, not as a sales. And those are two different things, I would say. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Because, and I think that that,
0: that is so fascinating, the way that you put that, because I think a lot of artists especially now we focus so much on the social media part of it and like being online and we're not connecting with other people in our communities because Mm -hmm. like I've seen, I, on your um, Instagram, I saw that you're you've been doing some murals as well, right? Mm -hmm. Is that around
1: the area? That is around in North Carolina area. Yes. So I have, Completed last year, I did eight walls across the city. Wow. So, yeah, so, and they were all of them were in the city's prime locations. um Really huge wall. The biggest that I actually have painted is 35 feet long. Wow. And yeah, 35 feet long and oh. 20 feet tall. So, that's the largest wall that I painted last year. And I have four other murals that I'm painting this year that have been pipelined, and that starts from April. Wow! Oh my Uh,
0: gosh, that is that is that is huge! Like that is huge. I don't know, like oh, that to me that takes so much energy, and like you know, like having to go out there and um, have you like. How did you get into doing the murals around the area? Is it more connections?
1: <laughs> it is more connections. Yes. <laughs> let me let me start. It's I'm gonna be very quick on this one. So um I started like um when I took the membership of some of the community um nonprofits over here around this Charlotte area when I moved to Charlotte. I specifically had done my first exhibit in Charlotte for South End Arts. Mm -hmm. And um, that was my first ever gallery exhibit Mm -hmm. of my life. And I had never exhibited before that um, in a gallery space or uh, pop-ups. Yes, but not a gallery space. Mm -hmm. And I was thrilled. It was a two-day show. I sold my paintings. I went home empty-handed with money in my pocket, with a check in my pocket. <laughs> I was, or the moon that, oh my gosh, this is my first show. My paintings have sold. And I was so excited, like, you know. Um, and then I was like, I started kind of, you know, doing more of those events that were there and trying to getting more involved with the community. Yeah. And I, such event I had, that was um my first break I would say I there was this lady who came up to me and she really loved the style of my art and she said hey you know what I want you to paint a mural for my new house in my bedroom I'm like okay all right mm-hmm. so we kind of up and we discussed the color of the walls and what she wanted and I kind of did a mock-up of all that and she loved it and then we went with that so that was my first mural that mm-hmm. I did. That then it was followed up by another art gallery who wanted another mural. So they, she kind of referred, she knew that those people, so she referred me to the owner of that art gallery. And I kind of went and I met her over there. And then she is like, you know what? I wanted you to paint a mural for me as well. I'm like, okay. So I painted one mural for her. Then she's like, I have three more projects for you. Do, do you think you have time to do that? I'm like, of course I have time to do that. So I went ahead and did three more smaller murals for her as well. Yeah, so that, that happened. And then I was at one of the um, local, you know, pop-ups that, you know, festivals that these guys do in downtown. And I was kind of live painting over there. They they had booked me for a session for live painting. There's live painting. And there's this guy who came up to me and say, Said, you know, I really like what you do because I had some of my paintings displayed up there.
0: Yeah.
1: So do you do murals? I said, yeah, I do murals. (laughs) So I showed him, I pulled up my phone and I kind of went through all the (laughs) pictures of murals that I had done. He's like, okay, I have a restaurant and I want you to kind of come and paint murals for me. I'm like, okay, fine. So then he called me for one mural, but ended up giving me three other murals. So, Holy cow! That's a lot of murals. <laughs> yeah. So I was like literally working on those murals for like two and a half months. Oh my god. So it was, it was amazing. So that's how it happened, and yeah, I mean it's been it's been a really fun journey as an artist and all these things. <laughs>
0: Wow. To me, that's like like the ideal story. And it's very like word of mouth, you know, where people are just recommending you and recommending you and recommending you because they like what you've done. And then they just pass your name on to others. That's so amazing. Oh, my God. And that's,
1: that's really, truly the best kind of publicity that you could get. Yeah. Recommendations and people referring you to other people. That's the best way to get started. But it happens when you it's a it's a give and take kind of a situation. You have to be involved with the community to kind of, you know, for the community to support you. Yeah. Give it back. I believe in that. And I'm also a part of a nonprofit. Um, the first exhibit that sold all of my paintings, South End Arts, that was my first gallery exhibit. I'm a vice president of South End Arts now. I was voted wow. as a vice president for the organization. So, yeah so oh
0: my goodness that's like a whole different like you did like how did you get involved with that
1: so i i just started doing these shows with south end arts and the founder um thought that my work was really interesting and my involvement with the shows and the the knowledge of the business aspect of it that i had because Mm -hmm. i have Degree in fashion business management as well. So that kind of you know helped me a little. Yeah. Then kind of promoting my art through people. So she really loved how I did things. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Do you want to be on board of directors? I'm like, Yeah, sure, I can try. I was first voted the board of director. And then after four months, they were like, you know, we are just running an election to see. Um you know to kind of you know vote for a new president, vice president, treasurer and secretary and all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, she said, I want to recommend your name. I'm like, fine, do that. <laughs> I did not know that I was I was like, you know, who's gonna do that? <laughs> who's gonna vote for me?
0: <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful.
1: But then that oh how
0: that's like full circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so amazing. So who would you say is your favorite artist?
1: Really, truly, I don't have a real favorite artist or I like different works of different Mm -hmm. people. But if I have to name one, I and this was this is just because I've seen that work in person Mm -hmm. and how magnificent it is. Um, Last year, we had um, Van Gogh exhibit here in Charlotte. And it was like luminous. It was lighted and it was beautiful. And I just feel, love the flow of his work. And I think he would be my favorite artist if I had to say, just because I had seen it so much, like, you know, and life size or even larger than life yeah, size. So
0: yeah.
1: It was cool. So that I'm still kind of, you know, in that zone, how I had seen it. And I went there twice, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wasn't enough. Wow. That is awesome. That's a great hey, a lot of people love Van Gogh. Van Gogh is awesome. I mean, we I think the reason why his work is, you know, everywhere and they're having these shows is because it's so amazing. So and I can see that influence in your work. I don't know if you you see it, but I do. I think like, you know, in the way that you're painting and everything um so that's that's really cool do you
1: have any art books that are your favorite i'm not a big fan of reading books (laughs) but i would tell you i do read um i have read a couple of them but i do i would recommend um a few books that would be more towards business geared on how um to kind of you know um Work yourself in the art field because sure. I I don't really read books on how to paint. <laughs> I read books on how to sell. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a good point. That is seriously a good point.
1: <laughs> so so I I would say um, it's uh, by Katrina Popova. She is um, from Art Queens. If oh, yeah, yeah. you kind of have seen her over Instagram. yeah. So it's their book that I really like. Um, and I think that's very, I kind of forget the name. I don't really <laughs> remember the name, but I had read it like um, the year that I started in 2019. But that's one. I, if I remember it, I'm going to send that over to you. Right. I have that. I have that with me.
0: But and I, I will follow art queen so I know exactly who yeah you're oh you about. Yeah. okay
1: <laughs> awesome yeah so I love that one um there's another book by um Gita Zoshi mm. that I really like um she is another art curator and kind of you know um more sort of um a person who guides people it's just like you know katrina and um she she i think her book is more um i haven't completed that one yet because i i kind of read in between True. um whenever i have a little bit of time between my full-time job and painting, <laughs> and all that going on so I- i started that i started reading that about three months back but i haven't really finished that one yet but i think that one is uh, something that i really love and then another one i would uh, say is steal like an artist i mm-hmm. that is one of the three books that i i would definitely say but besides i would say a very my favorite book is not an art book but that would be helps if you help somebody who's looking for motivation who's looking for somebody who wants to kind of you know get from point a to point b and get started on their journey and make improvement in no matter what career they're in mm-hmm. and that it was a great book just for creatives and artists as well it's from from where you are to where you want to be by jack canfield
0: oh. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm going to write down all these things.
1: (laughs) That book is really, really awesome. Now that book has stuck with me for the last 10 or 12 years. And every time I feel like I'm losing my track or I don't know what to do, I kind of flip those pages and read through that book. That's my most favorite book.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that because and you know, I put on the questions for all the artists that I've interviewed, you know, what art book do you mm-hmm. like? And it's, a lot of people, they're like, oh, you know, I don't really have anything or they'll have an art book that is beautiful that they like to look at mm-hmm. or um, biographies of artists. This mm-hmm. is the first time we've gotten business books or motivational <laughs> books and I'm all about it. That is awesome that is fantastic. Thank you so
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I kind of don't remember the name of that book that I, but I will definitely send, yes, you yes. For send it. Yes,
0: yes, send these things to me because yeah. I'll, I'll even add these links um, underneath where mm-hmm. I'll have this podcast on my website too, so I can be mm-hmm. like, Pam recommends, you know, yeah. these, these books. So that's awesome. I'm so excited. I, I'm like wanting to go shopping now. <laughs> so um, what is our, our last question or, or um, I guess conversation point is what is one thing that you would tell other artists that are getting started or maybe they have a full-time career and they're interested in starting again. What is your advice there?
1: So my advice is always going to be from the perspective of selling art. Mm -hmm. And it would be that make beautiful art, but know how to kind of, you know, build a story around it and, go out completely full-fledged and sell that story Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, navigate yourself through your local communities. Get yourself into there and don't shy away from meeting new people and talking about your art and telling your story. And that's what will get you through. If your goal is to make money from your art, then this is something that you have to do
0: yeah oh that's wonderful that that is so good
1: <laughs> and that's that's like a totally completely unfiltered advice that I have followed is I used to be extremely shy and I used to be very like you know underconfident with my art that how am I going to kind of you know get this out there mm-hmm. I didn't know that and once I kind of, you know, dived into it, it just, it just started, doors started opening. So yeah. that happened.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a journey. Well, thank you so much. Good. Pam, for talking to me. This has been an amazing interview and you have shared so much wonderful advice. I know that this is going to be a really, really inspiring podcast for people to listen to. I'm, I'm inspired.
1: <laughs> oh, Thank you. I, I so appreciate this, April, your time and talking to me and we get to have this artist talk. It's It's wonderful.
0: Thank you for listening to Art Talk with April hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe.